T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, here we go. And this is another special, special weekend. Not only is it the beginning of the weekend, it is the beginning of the end of the year 2023. It's the beginning of New Year's weekend. New Year's Eve coming up Sunday night. New Year's Day is Monday. People are pouring into the city for the Sugar Bowl and for New Year's Eve activities. This is one great spot to celebrate uh, the new year. All right, so we have got a lot to do today. We'll review some of 2023, talk about some of the people that we lost in 2023. And uh, we're just going to have a good time this afternoon. So I'm glad you're with us. I'm Scoot on the Air. Now reach over there and crank it up because this is what you have been working for. All right, it is Friday, December the 29th, the beginning of New Year's weekend, and so much going on in the city. It's really just a a great place to celebrate New Year's Eve, and you can expect just uh, great crowds to be down here. You can see a lot of people in town for the Sugar Bowl, number two, Washington, number three, Texas. That is a great matchup, and I love these two two teams. They're both great teams. They're, they're, They're kind of different. And I think it's going to make for a great uh, Sugar Bowl game. And, you know, yesterday I was listening to uh, to Sports Talk after I, I got off the air and, and left the station. And I, I heard talk about the future of the Sugar Bowl. And it uh, seems like the, 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 the status of the, of the Sugar Bowl right now, I think I said Super Bowl, I meant the Sugar Bowl. The status of the Sugar Bowl is um is not is not set uh, i think we have two more years with the relationship with the, the college football playoffs but as historic as the sugar bowl is it it seems like there's money in other cities that could attract the sugar bowl or the significance of the of the sugar bowl away from new orleans and that seems absolutely unheard of but apparently it is possible all right, a lot to get to today. Ian Hook is our senior producer at the controls today. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon to you too as well. How's it going in there? Good. You know what Good. I re- I you know what I realized on the way over here? Why? You know, Kevin Cassidy and Diane Newman are both taking some really well-deserved time off today. Yeah. Neither of them is up here. That's right. You know what that means? We can do what we want. I'm the ranking officer on deck. That's true. So I can I can I can make any decision I want right now. I could say uh, let's let's smash open the vending machine you and just are, eat all the snacks. You are the top executive at the station right now. Let's uh, let's uh, let's 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 take a, a claw hammer and smash into yeah. the promotions closet and get some of those PlayStation fives we gave away. 
There's a possibility that one of our listeners might uh, pass that information on to them if indeed we, we did that. But please, I, I, please, I, I, please don't. I still, I still like the idea, though, that you're the ranking executive I know. at the station right it's, now. It seems, it seems wholesome. It seems right in a way. Yeah. It seems like a puzzle piece is coming together. Okay. Saints and the Bucks <laughs> Sunday. Can the, Saints, can the Saints win? Um, LSU, Wisconsin. And look, I, I like LSU in this game. And I know you'd love to see Jaden Daniels play. I don't blame him for not playing, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's um, some kind of uh, deal in the works in college football where uh, players, even though they're going on to the NFL, must play in the, uh, the, the bowl game. Because in some ways, the fans deserve it. Uh, and I don't know. It, I, I understand why he doesn't want to play. I understand why Michael Pratt didn't play for, for Tulane. But uh, I, I think something uh, might uh, might might come up to address uh, that particular issue. So we'll we'll talk a little bit about that that, that this afternoon. Also, we've got a, a a review of of 2023, and when we come back next Tuesday, we'll talk a lot about you know the beginning of 2024. We'll talk about New Year's resolutions and and all of the things that that we look forward to in 2024. Some of the things that we would like to change in 2024. So all of that is coming up next week. But I, I hope when you look back on 2023 this weekend. I hope you look back with a, with a positive attitude. And I, I hope that, that even though there were good things and bad things that happened, I, I hope you can pick out the good things and be positive about this this past year. And even in politics, even if your side didn't win, even if you feel like your side is losing, there were still good things that happened for your side. And there were good things that happened for the American people. And regardless of who's president, I think it's, all, it's important for us to to look at the positive things that happened for the American people. It shouldn't be based on, we don't want things to go well because so-and-so's in the White House. You know, it, it should be about us, you know, the American people. In the city of New Orleans, it should be about us, the people. In Louisiana, it should be about us, the people. And there are good things that did happen for us. So we'll review some of that. Also, we will uh, do what we do every year. We will go back and remember some of the people who passed away. And when I was going through the list before the show, um, I, I, you know, I had forgot. Oh, my God, I forgot that he passed away. Oh, I'm so, I forgot that she passed away. So we've got that list that will run through uh, the show this afternoon. And let's see uh, what else. Oh, uh, so we're going to name the SOTA, Scoot on the Air, Person of the Year today on the show in the 3 o'clock hour. Now, you're going to help us get to that person. You, those of you listening... You're going to help us select. We've got Group 1, Group 2, Group 3, and Group 4. And I'm going to let Ian Hoke uh, really explain exactly how we're going to do this. Okay, it's a bracket system. So we ended up with 16 candidates. And uh, look, some of you, you might, might have texted in a name or suggested somebody, you know, and we appreciate your participation, but, you know, we had to kind of call the list somewhere. So if you, if you submitted somebody and their name isn't here, it's because... I unilaterally, with the hand of God, decided that that person couldn't be on the list. So sorry, not sorry. So we have these four groups. So what we're going to do is four different text offs today. But instead of the usual A or B, you're going to have A, B, C, and D. And we will tell you which nominee for SOTA Person of the Year is A, B, C, or D. We will do this four times. The winner of each of those four text offs will advance to the final bracket and going into, I think, the 40 break in the final hour of the show. So we can announce during okay, the C right, block there. Right. 
we will announce the final winner who got the most votes out of that last four. Now, gentle listener, this is extremely unscientific. There will be people voting in the first bracket that are not going to be around to vote in the second and third and vice versa. So, you know, don't don't come at me with, you know, cyber ninjas or, uh, you know, I'm going to take you to court. I want to recount some nonsense like that. We're just having some fun. It's the last show of 2023. Let's just cut loose and nominate somebody. Yeah, I mean, this is this, this is our person of the year and we can select this person any way we want. And as Ian says, it's it's not official. So let's just relax. And it, this is going to be the scoot on the air person of the year. This uh, this whole thing is has got a, just a, a long history behind it because we started this just a couple of days ago, and uh, we're going to start doing it every year though. <laughs> so this is the beginning, the beginning of this. And Ian did a good job of uh, grouping everybody into these uh, categories. So, yeah, the uh, the Open Heart text line is five zero four two six zero one eight seventy, and you'll be texting for A, B, C, or D in each of the categories. And the winner of each of those categories is going to go to the final group, and then you will decide who is the uh, the person most worthy of the SOTA Person of the Year. Now, that's not necessarily the person that did good. It's just the person that maybe had the biggest impact on the news. And Time Magazine does this, but we thought we would do it uh, on, a, on a local level. I want to mention that uh, one of our listeners, Jennifer, uh, sent me an email, and she nominated somebody for Person of the Year, Luis Arrocha. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. The executive director of Cape Hope. I, I'm, ah. I'm sorry, of Cafe Hope. Oh, yes. Okay. There's a Cape Hope, but a Cafe Hope. Yes, yes, there's penguins there. <laughs> Cafe Hope. Different thing. Cafe Hope. Um, with a team of uh, talented and dedicated professionals and supporters, they uh, do a great job with Cafe Hope. And uh, so, I, look, I, 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 I'm sure this is a wonderful person, but uh, we did not include this person in the list. But, Jennifer, thank you very much for, for honoring that person. And, you know, uh, some people... Um, some people uh, suggested that Matthew, the guy who's in, in the Ukraine, an American in the Ukraine fighting uh, for, for democracy in, in the Ukraine. Um, this is a guy who certainly deserves to be person of the year on, on many different levels. But um, you, you'll see how we're, we're doing this when we start to get into some of the categories. And we'll start with that in just a few minutes. Let's uh, let's get a couple of quick text messages in here. First, let me ask you real quick. I do have some text. Do you want to do you want to do group one going into this first break? Or well, sure. Do you wanna, we, we could take the break and kind of strategize about when we want to do these. But we do, we have a lot to do today. We got yeah, we, do. we got three guests. We got all this music. We got all these topics. We got four, five text offs we need to do. I say we get one out of the way now. Let's do it. Okay, great. Um, we'll do that in just a moment after we read some text. Sal is back today, and he says, Ian, remember, power tends to corrupt, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Well, that stuff doesn't work on me, Sal. <laughs> I'm the ranking officer on deck, and I say, uh, you know, I'm going to go smash into the, the, the vending machine and take all the coins out. Yeah, and, 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 Sal, I think uh, Ian just proved your point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a lot of people are uh, saying already that our, uh, our, our, our SOTA competition is rigged. Here's one that says, it was rigged and I want to recount or I'll file a lawsuit. Another texter says, if I don't agree with the winner, I will effing storm City Hall. <laughs> that's a, we're not at City Hall. That don't confront that's, me. That's, that's right. We're, we're down the street. Well, you go, it, go, go sack City Hall if you want to, I, I guess. Good luck. But we're, we're not there. The way it goes with voting these days, there will be those people who just automatically disagree and think that it's somehow fixed. It is not fixed. Remember, we don't belong to that party. Here's a text that says, oh, this is from our friend Kenneth in Raceland. Kenneth says, the best thing that happened in 2023 is that WWL turned 100 years old. 
Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Well, close, Kenneth. That, 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 that was last year. year. Yeah. yeah, I thought so. I'm thinking we're, we're 101, yeah. which is you know yeah. n- not not a but small it's interesting. It's interesting how when you think back on a year, you think about things that that happened, and you think it was this year, but it was really last year. And when, again, when I went through some of the the people who passed away this year, uh, I had forgotten some of the people that passed away earlier in the year. So we're going to cover that on the show this afternoon. We're not going to include everybody, but we're going to highlight some of the uh, the key people who did pass away. In 2023. I'll give you two more quick ones. Here's Pat in the view. He says, Scoot, two questions as we end the year. Since we lost the Dick Clark event, and according to Ton Trung, the city may have to start finding more money to keep the Sugar Bowl relevant. Is this a precursor to the future of the city? That's question one. And two, is it possible to get a breakdown of what the city does with money generated from Mardi Gras and Sugar Bowl weekend? Does it go to the streets, a new turbine, paying and recruiting new officers? Can you check on that? You know, we don't have an investigative department like uh, the television stations do. So I'm going to be honest with you. It would be hard for us to go through the volumes of information that we would have to go through. But you bring that up and somebody should do that because the city should be accountable for the money that it takes in. And a lot of money is lost. Money is spent on even though some people think they're minor things. When you add up all the minor things, that's a major thing. Mayor Cantrell loves to travel, and her traveling is expensive, and it's costing us money. And there were other things that happened. So the city does waste money, even though it has no money. And I think the city should be accountable for the money that it does that it does take in. And and I was really I was really disheartened to hear this information on Sports Talk yesterday afternoon about the 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 future of the the Sugar Bowl, something that is so historic here in, in New Orleans and the the um, the relevance of the Sugar Bowl compared to the way it is now may change because of money. And the, the, the point is, New Orleans for too long has depended on, hey, we're New Orleans. Everybody loves us. Everybody comes here. And so when New Orleans has been on top, I don't think New Orleans has been fighting as hard as it could as just an entire community. I don't think the city's been fighting as hard as it could to maintain dominance and to, and to be number one. And there's a lot of things we need to do. And there's stuff that we don't get done. And there's stuff that doesn't get done because somebody's not involved in the project. And so they stop it from happening. You know, this is a, kind of a, a New Orleans thing that has happened o- over the years. And, you know, you've got the, the Plaza Towers sitting there and things like that. And the, the city doesn't, you know, well, finally the city's getting active with that. But how long has that been there? You know, how long have these problems been been lingering and we put it aside because, hey, business has been good. And I know sometimes the honesty on this show pisses people off. And I, I, I made some people angry this year. I didn't intend to do that. And I'm sorry about that. But if I make you angry through the honest truth, if I make you angry because of what I what I know, if I make you angry because of just perceptions of things that a lot of people are not willing to talk about, then so be it. But I am always honest with you about what I know, and when I make a mistake, I correct those mistakes. That was a hell of an answer. 
Yeah. Wow. Didn't mean it to go on so long. You're right that we don't have an investigative journalism department in the same way that, you know, WWL TV or Fox 8 does. But we have something damn close, which is our multimedia journalist, Tom Trong. We don't use that language to describe what he does, but that's not far from the mark. So maybe when you talk to him at 210, you can suggest, hey, maybe start working on a story about what happens to all that extra money that's floating around during these big events. I'll leave you with this text before we get to our first group of nominees. Uh, This is James on the North Shore. He says, I'm so thankful that y'all were part of the 18% of people working this week. There are better days to have off, and the listener need y'all live this year. I can't thank y'all enough. It just feels like with y'all, I got things done this week. Love y'all. Thank you. Yes, we have been with you live Thanks, all, all week, and, and it's important for us to to be there for you. And, yes, we like to take time off, and we need to take time off, but, you know, we try to maintain uh, as much consistency as we possibly can. All right, so I'm going to do the first group, uh, group one in the category of the Scoot on the Air Person of the Year. Now, you need to uh, decide out of this category who is the winner. It's going to be A, B, C, or D. And just text A, B, C, or D to the Oakland Art text line, 504-260-1870. And then the winner of of each group is going to be in the the finals. Check this out. I got some sound. You ready? Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. Group one. A, NOPD Chief Ann Kirkpatrick. B, New Orleans City Council Member... At large, Helena Moreno. C, power couple Latoya Cantrell and booty guard Jeffrey Vappi. <laughs> D, New Orleans District Attorney Jason Williams. A, Ann Kirkpatrick. B, Helena Moreno. C, Cantrell and Vappi. D, Jason Williams. Text A, B, C, or D, depending on who you think should be the person of the year, and that person will move on to the competition. The Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. Let's go through a few of the people who passed away in 2023. Um, actor Alvin Arkin uh, passed away. Uh, Ron Cephas Jones, who was in the, uh, the show This Is Us, uh, passed away this year. Pee Wee Herman passed away. Um, so did uh, Ros- Rosalind Carter, the former first lady. Um, she's another one who passed away. And game show host Bob Barker passed away. Also, this is the year we lost Tina Turner. Tina Turner died. She had given up her citizenship in the United States and became a citizen of Sweden. And that's where she, she passed away. And a big loss to the, the world of music. Tina Turner passed away in 2023. All right, it's uh, the beginning of New Year's weekend. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be back on WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And a very happy new year to all of you. 2024 is coming out, but we're kind of closing out 2023, reflecting back on the year. I'm Scoot on the air. Really glad you're with us. And it's been a great year for this show. And it's been a great year for this show because of you. Thank you. And thank you for just, um, you know, blessing me with just such a, a great opportunity in life that has um, continued now for well over over 50 years. Amazing. It doesn't seem like it. I, I, I feel as young as I did when I, when, I, when I started. So let's get the results of Group 1. Uh, I'm going to let Ian Ho give you the results. Um, the, it w- the voting came in, and it was not even close. So I'm going to go through the... I'm going to go through the, the nominees again. This is group one. Who do you think deserves to be person of the year? NOPD Chief Ann Kirkpatrick, uh, council member at large, Elena Moreno, uh, Latoya Cantrell, and booty guard Jeffrey Vappi, and New Orleans District Attorney Jason Williams. And apparently it wasn't even close. Yeah, it was not close. By more than uh, double digits, a huge lead in front of the other candidates, the winner of our first bracket for the SOT person of the year is New Orleans City Councilmember Large, Helena Moreno. Wow. So obviously our audience is thinking about the person that had the, the most positive impact on news and not the people that were in the news the most because clearly the Toya Cantrell and booty guard Jeffrey Vappi, they were in the news a lot this year. Um, Ann Kirkpatrick toward the end of the year, and Jason Williams uh, had his uh, impact on the news as well. So, um, Helena Moreno, congratulations. You move on in the competition. We'll have uh, Group 2 coming up here in just a few minutes. All right, so um, a lot of you are traveling this uh, New Year's holiday weekend, and uh, here's what you need to know. First, the good news, sort of. If you're traveling on Sunday, yeah, that's New Year's Eve day, or Monday, New Year's Day, you'll probably see minimal traffic on the road, says the AAA and Inrix, the data provider. But tomorrow is expected to be a busier than normal Saturday on the roads, as many Americans get where they're going for that big New Year's Eve party. Gas is 3.12 a gallon today. That's about four cents cheaper than it was a year ago. Airports are expected to be the busiest over this holiday season than they have ever been at this time of year. AAA says by the time the holidays are over, more than 115 million of us will have been on the move. I'm Rita Foley. All right. So if you have some shopping to do this weekend, I was at, I was at Lakeside uh, late last, well, not late last night, but, you know, late in the afternoon, late in the evening. Uh, Lakeside, you know, doesn't stay open all night, but I was there, I don't know, 6, 630 or so, and it was packed. So if you're doing some shopping this weekend, here are some of the big stores that are going to be open and when. Here's a rundown of New Year's Eve hours for stores across the U.S. While many chains operate normally on the final day of the year, many others close up early. Walmart is open with regular operating hours on New Year's Eve. Most Target stores will close at 9 p.m. depending on location. Costco's warehouses will open from 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Hours vary by location as well. I'm Tiffany Wong. All right, so now you know what to do and, and, and where to go. I, I, would, I would hope that the, the shopping and the exchanging and all of that stuff is, uh, is over, but uh, it may not be. All right, here's some interesting, um, here's some interesting uh, poll information from uh, 2023. So as we continue to review the, the year, this is, this is about uh, politics and the media. Now, this is from Gallup Polls. And, you know, say what you want about the polls, but Gallup Poll is a, is a very reputable um, polling service and has been for many, many years. Trust in the media. 
the media being radio, television, and newspapers. In 1972, 68% of Americans had a great deal or a fair amount of trust in the media. 1972, 68%. By 1996, that had dropped to 53%. By 2004, it had dropped to 43%. In 2016, remember that year? Presidential election year, 2016? Trust in the media had dropped to 32%. It made a comeback in 2019 up to 45%, and then from 2019 to today, a steady decline. And in 2023, trust in the media, either a great deal or a fair amount of trust in the media, had dropped to 32%. No trust at all in 1972 was 8%. In 2023, no trust at all, up to 30 9%. And I think the media did this to itself in a way, but in a way the, the media is not entirely to blame because there are a lot of people who don't understand that, that television and, and radio uh, that, that, are, that are based on opinions, uh, it's, it's more entertainment than it is the news. But there are people that, that consider Fox News the news. CNN to be the news, MSNBC to be the news. But really, there's, there's, uh, there's, the opinions are flying around, and it's really more about entertainment than it is about just delivering the news. MSNBC, I think, over all of them is a little bit more um, serious, uh, also in terms of their presentation. But I'm not surprised by this. The other thing is, is, is radio. Uh, you know, there are a lot of people in this business that I'm in who are not credible, and they bring a bad name to the to the media because of um, what they get into and what they say and what they do and what they don't do. So I'm not surprised that the um, the faith and trust in the media is down to 32 percent in 2023. Public confidence in the Supreme Court in 1972 it was 64 percent. In 2023, it's 49 percent. U.S. political party identification. I thought this was, was fascinating. U.S. party, political party identification. In 1988, 32% of Americans defined themselves as Republicans. 36% defined themselves as Democrats. And 34% defined themselves as independents. That's 1988. 2022 is the last year of information. So in 2022, 28% of Americans said they were Republicans. 28% said they were Democrats. And 41% said they were independents. Wow. And that continues to change. So there's an equal number of Republicans and Democrats in America. 28%. And 41% are independents. And that number continues to grow. So when I talk about having the mentality of a radical moderate, when I talk about having the mentality of not being a Republican, not being a Democrat, I'm talking about a real growing trend in this country, and this is what this show is suited for. Um, I mean, we, 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 we're for everybody. You know, we're for Republicans and Democrats and independents and, and, and everybody, but, you know, we don't have an agenda in terms of being right or, or left. We have an, uh, an agenda of trying to be right, not wrong, but, you know, this... 
the mentality of this show and how we approach many things represents the growing number of independents or independently minded people. I mean, there are people still registered as Republicans or Democrats, but they're becoming more independently minded. So I thought those were interesting aspects of um, the um, the way Americans feel about uh, about different things. And as I said again, um, I'll say it again, I said, said earlier, I'm not uh, really that surprised about the lack of trust in the media. And the media, in a lot of ways, has done that to itself. But also the public perceives things that are entertainment to be really the news media, and that's that's really not fair. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Art Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. Let's do, uh, let's do another category for the SOTA Person of the Year. This is going to be Group 2. A, former Tulane head football coach, Willie Fritz. B, LSU Lady Tigers head coach, Kim Mulkey. C, LSU star quarterback Jaden Daniels, and D, LSU baseball coach Jay Johnson. These are from the nominees that, that came in this week. Out of that category, who do you think deserves to be the person of the year? I mean, who should move on in the competition? Willie Fritz, Kim Mulkey, Jaden Dan, Daniels, or Jay Johnson? Text A, B, C, or D to the Oak and Heart text line, 504-260-1870. All right, if you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. All right, on the Scoot on the Air rock culture calendar, uh, this is the day, let's see, where is the calendar? Oh, no, I know, I know, what. no, no, I, I've got to go back to, I, we've got so much going on here today. Look, I want to continue with the list of people who uh, passed away in uh, 2023. Raquel Welch passed away at the age of, of 82. Jerry Springer passed away at the age of 79. Jim Brown passed away at the uh, the age I'm I'm not well, I'm, I don't have his age. I know he was he was he was older but NFL legend Jim Brown passed away. He was a Cleveland Brown and boy he's he's got to be thinking uh, man those Cleveland Browns are doing great. Also Burt Bacharach, the singer, songwriter, producer Passed away this year at the age of 94. This is Burt Bacharach performing one of the songs that he wrote. He wrote many of the songs that Dion Warwick did. This is one of the songs that um, he did himself. This is live in Toronto. I'm Scoot, and we are remembering those who passed away in 2023. And we'll be back on WWL. Here's a song for those of you, and I did this yesterday. I want to do it again. This is for those of you who had a tough 2023. And, and you look forward to 2024 when you can just... Um, regain your life again just hang in there just you know hang in there and look forward to a new beginning and uh you know even if you had a great 2023 there's just something exciting about the beginning of a new year and the hope that things are going to be better but also in hoping that things are going to be better remember that you have a, a you have a lot of control over what happens and so approach the new year 2024 by by correcting some things that were mistakes and by maybe changing your approach to certain things and maybe being more dedicated to the things that are really important to you. All right, we have the results of Group 2. This is in the Scoot on the Year Person of the Year for 2023. So in this group, we had A, former Tulane head football coach Willie Fritz. B, Lady Tigers head coach Kim Mulkey. C, LSU star quarterback Jaden Daniels. And D, LSU coach Jay Johnson. And Ian has got the, the winner. The winner 
not 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 by a huge margin, but a not insignificant one is LSU Lady Tigers head coach Kim Mulkey. I'm not I'm not surprised. Um, was Jaden Daniels close? Yeah, Jaden Daniels was a fairly close second. Yeah, I'm not surprised about that either. All right, so. So far, competing for SOTA Person of the Year is uh, New Orleans uh, City Council member at large, Helena Moreno, and LSU Lady Tigers head coach, Kim Mulkey. We'll have group three uh, coming up later, then group four, and then we will have the, the final group in the final hour of the show, and you will determine who is the SOTA Person of the Year. The next category is... Uh, is kind of exciting. Category three is a, <laughs> I love the next category. a fun category. <laughs> but yet, there are some people in there who should be taken very, very seriously. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Um, so the year is ending with some controversy for one of the Republican presidential candidates, Nikki Haley. Now, some GOP primary candidates are knifing Nikki Haley today after she dropped a major gaffe on a softball question about the Civil War. Here's what Ron DeSantis had to say about it. Not that difficult uh, to identify uh, and acknowledge uh, the role slavery played in, in the Civil War, and yet that seemed to be something that was really difficult. And I don't even know what she was saying if you, if you listen to that answer. Uh, I know she's trying to clean it up. I know she's tried to blame a Democrat plant. I just think that this shows uh, this is not a candidate uh, that's ready for prime time. You know, she's gotten a pretty free ride from a lot of the corporate press. Uh, the minute that she faces any type of scrutiny, uh, she tends to cave. You know, th- look, this is going to be a fun time. I'm, 2024 is an election year. I mean, it's going to be a fun time on this show. Because, again, you know, we're not right or left. And we're going to call out anybody and, and everybody, and it's, it's, it's going to be fun. University of Virginia Center for Politics Director Larry Sabato, a very brilliant man when it comes to political analysis, knows exactly why Nikki Haley couldn't answer the question honestly. Candidates make gaffes all the time, but this is an extraordinary gaffe because for two terms, she was governor of South Carolina, South Carolina being deeply involved in the Confederacy and the decision to secede. Haley should know all about slavery. And it was obvious she did know, but she wasn't going to say it because she would have alienated some of the more extreme elements in the Republican Party. That's the key. She was afraid to alienate extreme members of the party. Why would you be afraid to alienate extreme members of either party? Let them go, man. Let them go. The the Republican candidates that pander to right-wing radicals are probably not going to win. I am so fascinated by this moment because what now Chris Christie and Ron DeSantis are doing is, is in effect, jockeying for the wokest position on this issue. And so to hear Ron DeSantis say, yeah, obviously it was about slavery. If Ron DeSantis gets that question in a town hall and slavery is one of the first 100 words out of his mouth, Wow. I'm impressed. If you had guessed that Ron DeSantis was going to come out in front and say, of course, slavery was the core cause of the Civil War. Man, give me some of those pills you're taking because yeah, you're having too many. DeSantis would not have been prone to say that. And what DeSantis has so. on his side now is he's already seen the reaction to Nikki Haley not doing it. And he would have been prone to not doing it. So, again, he has the benefit of Nikki Haley making that mistake. But, uh, again, the candidates that are afraid to alienate the extreme members of the party either party are making a mistake. And look, I, I just had the uh, the 
the, the polling um, information, and the latest polling information is from 2022. But in 1988, 32% of Americans defined themselves as Republicans, 36% as Democrats, and 34% as Independents. In 2022, only 28% identified themselves as Republicans, 28% said they were Democrats, and 41% said they're Independents, and that 41% is a number that we know is growing. So this idea of, of, of pandering to the far left or the far right seems like it's political suicide. All right, we'll get to uh, your calls and more coming up. We'll have another category in the SOTA Person of the Year competition for 2023. Uh, today is day four in the celebration of Kwanzaa. So if you're lighting a fourth candle or celebrating Kwanzaa, uh, today's uh, principle is cooperative economics. And that's defined as to build or maintain our own shops, our own stores, and other businesses, and to profit from them together. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not racist. It's saying, look, at least let's support each other. And think about all the Christians that have the, 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 the fish on their car. Think of the businesses that have the fish in their advertising. And think about people like um, Mike Lindell, the pillow guy. He, he proudly had a, a cross outside of his shirt so you could, you could see it. And so Christians are asking Christians to do exactly what the fourth day of Kwanzaa is all about. As I say, there's a lot that we can all learn from different cultures. I'm Scoot on the Air, and we'll be back on WWL. All right, coming up in the next hour, we'll uh, remember a few of the big events of 2023. And also, we'll uh, continue to talk about all the stuff going on in New Orleans this weekend. And uh, there's, a, there's a lot happening. And also, um, an NFL coach has benched a starting quarterback that they have a lot of money invested in. We'll tell you who that is when we come back. Also, another category in the competition for the Scoot on the Air Person of the Year for 2023. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 